Jay and I recorded this episode on November 6, 2022. And within an hour of that recording, it was announced that Avalanche play-by-play man and longtime NHLer Peter McNabb had passed away. In the next episode, Jay and I will talk about some of our favorite Peter McNabb stories, many of which we've told before. To his friends and family, we are very sorry for your loss, and we are very, very grateful for all the years that you shared him with us. Peter McNabb was 70 years old. Hello, Avalanche fans, and welcome back to the Avs Hockey Podcast. This is your home for almost everything Avalanche, and I'm your host, Jay Bean. In this show, my man, James Tapeleg Grayling, and I talk about big players staying and big players moving on, big players being injured, and how the defending Stanley Cup champions are performing in this new season. Those topics and a whole bunch more Avs and hockey stuff coming at you in episode number 141 of the Avs Hockey Podcast. Stick around. The AHP is next. Hey, what's going on, Avalanche fans? Welcome back to the Avs Hockey Podcast. He is James Tapeleg Grayley and jamming to no music. And I'm Jay no Bean. Music. And this Woo-hoo. is your home for almost everything. Avalanche, you're defending Stanley Cup champions. We're back in your ear holes. Hi, James. Wait a minute. We're the Stanley. We're the defending Stanley Cup champions. We were talking. Off, the, we were talking offline, off the air before, and I was so tired of people talking about the defending Stanley Cup champions every year. Except, it's just like, except now, I love it. Now it's good. <laughs> I love it for at least this year, maybe more. Who knows? But uh, I will savor this, remember this feeling, and remember how it felt. It, I guess twenty years was too far, too long. How many? Um, how how much Stanley Cup merch did you buy? I bought, I tried to buy more. I bought a towel. You tried to buy more. I tried to buy more, but they don't carry uh, team 58 plus sizes and everything. So gotcha. there's that. Okay. So I bought a towel and I bought a short sleeve sweatshirt that mm-hmm. the, the players wear. I tried to get a long sleeve sweatshirt, but they like literally sold out right away. And I think that's it. I tried to get some t-shirts, but they weren't, they weren't good. And I sent them back. So not gotcha. that much. Me I neither. Got I, got, mug. I got two mugs. I got two of the same mugs. Two mugs. Uh, they're, they're kind of tall boys. I like them. They're, yeah. I mean, they're not huge. They're not, you know, it's a good size mug. Hand fits nice in the handle. Mm-hmm. Makes it you feel like a nicely champion. almost on the keyboard. Oops. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But when uh, you drink out of it, it tastes like winning. It tastes like winning. Heck yeah. I'm not winning anything, but I can, I can pretend you too can drink out of the same mug sold by about. <laughs> I'm a sucker for all that stuff. <laughs> you too can wear the same. Uh, did they, they did, they made replica rings, right? They did. They did. did. They one? actually auctioned one off in one of the auctions. I believe it went for 50. They made like one extra for somebody who wanted to pay a for real it. one. 50 something thousand, I think. Or they made a real one. They made a real one just like general. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but they made, but Pretty they nice. made replica ones for the fans to buy, right? They did. Of course. You gotta buy one? No. You're not going to get the bling on? Yeah. What, wear it, wear uh, it to work. I don't know. What else are you going to do with a ring? I don't, I don't know. know. Just like show it off, put it in the vault. Send it, throw it into a, a volcano or something. Go quest for it. Yeah. I don't know. I could do that. Play hide and seek. My precious. Yeah. yeah. But I could be like, yeah, I, you know, I wasn't on the team, but I got a ring. 
I don't need to know uh, I bought it. I think I told you that I've I've I tried on a um uh a Broncos uh ring. Oh right. Yeah, the football rings hit different. They're they're bigger. They're enormous. Yeah, they're bigger. I have I have big old bass playing hands and this thing wanted to slide off my off my finger. Oh man. Big people. Yeah. Big people, oh. big rings, big deal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was, uh, I, I can't remember whose it was, but it was, they were, they were nice enough. I got Anyways. my eyes, I got my eyes on yeah. some, we'll talk about it a little later. When the, okay. I, got, I got my, yeah, there's that, but we have important work. We have important stuff to take care of. First. Oh man. Episode 141 of the abs hockey podcast, which means that we need to talk about, uh, hockey players wearing numbers. Number 41 is time is, is time for the mangling hockey players uh, wear numbers. Let's do this. Yep. Do, do, do. We, I'm glad we don't have a theme song that would annoy the crap out of everybody. <laughs> um, I think the two biggest ones for, mm-hmm. for the avalanche would be, uh, Tyson Berry. Yes. I, he and, just wore that early. I know a lot of people are like, he wore number four. Yes, he did. But very early in his career, he wore 41. And he, and didn't he, uh, I believe he called Rob Blake to say, uh, to ask if it was okay. If I remember correctly. Yes. Yeah, that was he was he was the first one since Rob Blake to wear four. Right. And that was all involved yeah. with Stastny changing to twenty six as well, because Lyles was twenty six. It's it's like this complete circle. Okay. Yep. That's another thing I could probably hit up Lyles on Twitter Wait. someday and just be like, Hey, tell us the story about how you gave up four you gave up twenty six and moved to four. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. So it was Lyles that did it first then that he's the one who called yeah, uh, yeah, Blake but, to say, and then it was right. right. There's, there's uh, a story. The, there's a story there, yeah. but yeah, that that is involved in all that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it was. I'm sorry. It might have been before, but either way. Guy. Uh, and I would say, arguably, uh, Craig Anderson is Andy probably. Sure. Yeah, I mean, because there was Martin Skula. Skula is definitely a name that a lot of people know. He wore 41 mm-hmm. and 55. He another guy that's. Oh numbers. yeah. Yeah. But but I I would say that Anderson was a little more in the uh evolution i guess i think i think so he, he had those you know the playoff run that where he was just unbelievable again again mm-hmm. if, you, if you were a fan during that time you know the overtime winner off ryan O'Reilly's stick like that was legendary that was pretty mm-hmm. cool now that, that's one of the avalanche maybe not the main core memories but people remember that if you were an Avs fan so i i think i you know was, he was always an interesting one because mm-hmm. A lot of like, I think of like David Abisher in this also guys who left the Avs got traded away and then their careers kind of went, you know, and it's not really great. You know, Anderson went to the senators and they were mired in mediocrity and by mediocrity, I mean, not very good. He's still doing it though. He's Anderson is he's still playing. Yeah. Wow. Who's he with right now? I forget. I can't even remember. He's been with a lot of different teams, but I hear his name every once in a while and he's still I, I I do remember though these were the Sacco, that was the Sacco era, and he towards the end of his career here, um, before they moved him, like he he was out of games for weird reasons. Like, yeah, I wonder if there was some some locker room. Well, we know there was locker room dynamic stuff, and I bet you that didn't help either. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's I, overall being a goaltender in Colorado is hard. Yeah, just like uh, being, a, being a quarterback for the Broncos, it's it's tough. Well, yeah. And we've talked about, yeah, it's, it's tough being the, I, th- I think we're finally now the Stanley cup win. I think we can, I mean, nobody's putting the wah era to rest, no, but I think that there is, there can be a little bit of distance or at least, you know, a little bit of resolution to it because before you couldn't win a, you didn't win a cup without wah. No. 
And maybe that translated to you couldn't win a cup without a wall level goaltender. Yeah. And the Avalanche won a cup with not the best goaltender statistically, yep. all that. So they could finally put that somewhat to bed. I think so too. Yeah. Totally agree. Uh, you need to mangle a name or two. Go ahead. Oh, uh, Bodner Chuck. Yeah. Wow. I didn't, uh, Vernach, Vernas, Vernas, Vernach, Vernas, Mike. I want to say Vernace. Vernace. Damn it. But uh, we, we could go Italian with it. Vernace. Well, I want to go with, uh, T-Ball. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Richard. We, Doug Small. Boring. But actually, the one I wanted to, I wanted to bring up really was uh, P.E. Belmar. P.E. Belmar. Uh, man, that could not have been fun to watch the Avalanche win the cup. Yeah. Like that after, you know, after being an Av and all of that. Man, what a missed opportunity. Yep. That was tough. I, you yeah. know, what was he? He was replaced with uh, Darren Helm kind of in that role. Yeah. Or Cogliano. Yeah. Yeah. I would, um, yeah. That had to be, yeah. I agree. But Belmar was fun to watch. He's a, you know, veteran. Oh, you know, yeah. Guy, guy that knows the game and a uh, guy that's a leader in the room. And yeah, Belmar. I, th- I think he's probably not going to be as remembered uh, in general in hockey as a lot of guys are. Sure. But um, yeah, I, I was just watching him throughout that. Man, Ooh, we see it though. We see it. We know. We see you, PE. We do. You're there. We even know your nickname. Mm hmm. You know, you're, you're not PK. You're PE. Yes. Totally. All right. Uh, PK, hey, PK I, Subban I, retired, by the way, which is. He did. You know, it was on the same day that Chara retired. Those, and, those are some defensive, like, well, one's a giant, right? <laughs> Well, somebody, <laughs> I saw the article for a long time. Oh yeah. That there was an article that was basically saying, uh, two completely opposite defensemen who are both very good yep. retired on the same day. That's pretty cool. Like, yeah. Uh, they're actually with the Bruins being in the news lately. We don't need to talk about kind of what's going on, but, uh, they said, mm. uh, Chara was one of the reasons why the Bruins kind of changed their culture. He was very anti-hazing of mm-hmm. the rookies and everything like that. And they say his influence still lives on there, which I think is pretty cool. A little different. And, uh, you know, there's hazing and messing with your rookies, but there's also going a little too far, which isn't good for anybody. So good for him. I think that with Chara, he's one of those guys that is going to be remembered for his size more than his leadership because his size was a lot more obvious and it probably does a disservice to his leadership. You get those guys like Ovechkin, like him. Uh, like Crosby who have the stats and you just go, well, they're just captain because they're, because they're good players, which, Hey, they're they're good players, you know, nothing to knock about that. But also you don't see all the rest of it. You don't see what Chara brings outside of that most of the time because he was a quieter guy. And I'm sure that there was a lot more leadership that he brought that he probably didn't get the attention for that. Maybe he deserved, or yeah, maybe he didn't necessarily want it. He could just, you know, be quiet and do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless you're, if you're not a loud, boisterous leader, you don't get the, uh, you don't get the accolades for being a leader. And at the same time, if you're a really good leader, you you don't need the accolades. Yeah, I agree. It's, uh, people forget sometimes it's business. You know, there's Mm -hmm. money to be made here. They don't keep people around just to keep them around because they think it's Mm -hmm. the right thing to do. They keep them around because they know it's the right thing to do. And, People who last as long as PK Subban and and Zdeno Chara in the game, they're doing a lot of things right. 
Oh, absolutely. I was uh, reading recently more about the, uh, the Chicago Bulls when Michael Jordan basically wasn't the captain and they, and they, one of the player, the player that became captain, I can't remember his name. Uh, he wasn't, he wasn't great with stats. He wasn't the best player, but he was a really good captain and taking that captaincy and putting it on somebody like that, who was a good leader. uh, It freed up Jordan to be Jordan and play the game that, that he needed to play. And even with like, it wasn't just like taking the burden away from somebody, but it was putting the leadership on the right person that made the difference. And Chara, I think, is probably that guy as well. Anybody that knows and has played team sports knows exactly what we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Like every, you, you obviously need a certain amount of talent to be successful, but you need not even like role players, not even like, I, I guess, for the lack of a, of a kind of prototypical leader, but you need players mm-hmm. like that to be yeah. a successful team. You need them all. Well, it's also your stats. I mean, over time, your stats are going to fade as you get older, as newer people come in, as the game so, picks up pace and so things like that. The table, yeah, exactly, yeah. And you know, when it, if you're if you if your leader is having a slump in their game, does that make them less of a leader? Well, I guess that depends on what you what you deem important as leadership. So, fun. like, yeah, Landis Cog, if he has, he's had he's had slumps. Yeah. Does that make him less of a team leader? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, I can't speak for in the in the locker room, but how many people look at like, oh, you've been the captain for a really long time and right now you're having a little slump, so I'm going to stop listening to you? It seems really unlikely. Well, and it's also, you know, maybe just like you were saying earlier, uh, somebody like Landis Gog, who does what he does, allows Nathan McKinnon to do what he does better. Yeah. And that's that's what leadership is. So. Yep. I can I have a small rant real quick. Any any time, all day, any day. I mean, Bring the hot thunder, takes, right? We're used to hot takes. People have listened to us throughout the years. This is year number sixteen of our podcast, by the way. All right, uh, we're getting fiery. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm getting grumpy now. Right? Okay. Ooh. All right. <laughs> we're. I'm kind of tired. Like, why is Nazem Kadri like? It's like he's not even playing for the Abs anymore. I'm like. Like it's he's not a factor in any game. He's not on the score. Wait, he's not on the score sheet. What the? That's my rant. Where is Nazem? Put them together. What? Put them together. Not on put them together. You got this. Oh. Uh, but hey, do you remember? Like, do you remember like when Nazem a factor? Like he's supposed to. He's supposed to be a big, big time factor on this team. Stanley Cup champion. Well, it was like a he's factor not even on with this. the team. Any. He was a factor for the Avalanche. Remember that game against Calgary? Wait a second. <laughs> You're supposed to tell me these things. Damn it. I, damn it. Look, I, sorry. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk about Landy here in a little bit because it's like he's not, what does he just come out and lift the cup? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, August, it's been a while since we did our show because um, we didn't have that much to talk about and we're busy people. Um, I kind of feel like we're going to hit like that. We're going to hit that uh, YouTube thing that's been happening. You know, uh, like there's going to be a pause and go one minute later. Yeah, one and minute you're going to be like, later. so it turns <laughs> out the character is no longer with the team. I uh, have some, uh, I have some apologies have, to make. <laughs> I'm sorry. Starting I'd, like to, with I'd like to apologize Nazem, to the Academy. Nazem Kadri <laughs> and his family. Uh, Nazem, it took Nazem Kadri a while to sign with somebody, but he ended up signing with the flame seven years, mm-hmm. $49 million. Good for uh, him. It 
Good you know what? for this, him. Th- this is how rosters work now. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is why teams cannot stay dynasties forever. Uh, guys like him outplay their contracts and you can't pay them what they're worth anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you players need to get paid what they're worth. When you win Stanley Cups and you have the year that he had last year, you just can't hang on to him. And it's it's the importance of young talent in your pipeline who you can get three years of an entry-level deal out of, like uh, Bo Byram. McCarr uh, mm-hmm. jumped past that. But still, there comes a point where you you can't replace what's gone, and that's kind of where the abs are. But anyway, no. We've already talked. Point. We've talked about that a lot over the years yeah. of, you know, the guys who are coming up and have to get paid. Yeah. And you knew it was coming. You have to pay them. They've earned it. But, oh, yeah, absolutely. But you yeah. know what? The funny thing is, like, I haven't, maybe it, maybe it's because I'm just, I'm, I'm not on Twitter. I'm not, you know, I don't follow a lot of, I mean, I hardly follow any of the social media these days. I, I still pop in on the Reddit, uh, sure. Colorado Avalanche forum. But honestly, I haven't seen anybody, uh, be upset at Cal- at Cadre for going anywhere for going there, and that's unusual to me. In a lot of these things, yeah. you see a lot of people who are like, "Oh, they just went for the money. They just went over there." I haven't seen a single thing about Ka- about Cadre that was mm-hmm. like negative about that, which is great. I'm, that, hey man, great, good it's for you, the- you, and and frankly, good for Calgary too, because Calgary had pretty much. Yeah. Uh, a mass exodus in way. I mean, some of it was, you know, was their own doing. Matthew uh, Chuck got traded. Yep. Uh, they brought in Huber, you know, for Huberdo, which is not good job for you guys, man. Big he's move, he's yeah. not there yet, but um, they Johnny Goudreau, he left and he went to Cal, uh, sorry, Columbus. You know, they were a team that really needed to start the rebuild right away. And boy, did they, they yes, did they well. Did. They, and they, they, they rolled out the carpet for Kadri and good for him and good for them. Nothing. What, a, what an off What season. is there to be upset about, right? Yeah. What an off season for the flames where, yeah. they, where their fans were just super discouraged and then they were excited again. So, mm-hmm. but this is how the system set up. This is, this is how it goes. So that's yeah. Good luck to him. Yeah. Hope he plays well. I, I'm imagining some, you know, some smaller numbers with, with, you know, no one, very few teams, if anybody has the depth that the avalanche have, which allows Kadri to play the role that he did here. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Well, and also Kadri had pretty much career numbers. Um, yeah. You know, you can, you, I think the cynical take, I, I think the cynical take has always been the, uh, well, it was contract year, so they were trying harder. Man, nah, nah, you know, he yeah, performed. They, and, and oftentimes, you know, you go to the right place, you go to the wrong place, you mm-hmm. have people around you that make you better. All those, all those things are factors. What, but, you know, the guy had career numbers to help the, to help the avalanche. They have to find out what what they're like without that guy's career's numbers, and it's been a and, little tough. Yeah, it's, but it's a team in transition. You know, you can't. Well, pick you up make where room you for up. you make room for what you need to what what else you need to keep and what else you need to have. And if right. you know they they were honest with him, they were just like, look, you know, yeah. unless you take a hometown discount, we're not going to be able to sign you, and that's okay. And and he was like, yeah, I don't want to take the hometown discount. Great, he, no problem. Yeah, same Kemper. with same with Kemper and yeah. Grubauer, and mm-hmm. there's a list. So. I, I think Grubauer is the one that is kind of like, eh, because, you know, they did, they, they, they could have left him unprotected and the exact same thing would have happened and they would have gotten maybe a pick or something like that out of it. Yeah. But, um, you know, so there was a little, I could see that there was a little bit of, 
more being upset at Grubauer about that one. But at the same time, that's like, whatever. Get yeah, paid. Dude's, he's going to go do what he's going to do. That's cool. Get paid. Get short, paid. It's a short career. You got to make the money now. It is. And then your body's going to be broken and all that. And you, you know, you're going to be like 70 years old in the, you know, in the home with the walker and all that. And you know, wish, wish you had taken the money. But it'll be soft because you'll be laying on a bunch of money. Like your mm. bed and stuff. Speak, yeah. Speaking of, you know who's going to have a really soft bed? <laughs> yeah. I like my transitions lately. Nice. So far. Nice. I like They're how amazing. you did that. Nathan McKinnon, he got, well, he's not paid yet, but he absolutely <laughs> will be next season. Uh, he is currently the highest paid player in the NHL. Well, not this year, starting next year. Mm-hmm. Eight-year, $100.8 million contract extension. Uh, I, some of the numbers look familiar and I think there was some design behind all this, but, uh, the highest, highest signing bonus for the avalanche history for the Aval- in avalanche history is Joe Sackick's $17 million hmm. that the Rangers offered him that he turned down and decided to stay here. Uh, many of the mm-hmm. signing bonuses from McKinnon were 17 million that, or something like that. That it sounds 15? a little, is that a little revisionist history? Uh, he didn't turn down that he signed the offer sheet, didn't he? He signed the offer sheet and then the abs matched it. There you go. So he kind of. So he didn't turn it down. Okay. I mean, he accepted it, but then they matched and he accepted this. Well, I'm glad he did. I think we're. Oh, I am too. Yeah. I mean, you technically, did he turn it down? He chose, he, he, he chose the avalanche, but he, he, he accepted their offer. Well, I would then chose the avalanche. Yeah, I would. I would accept that offer. Mm -hmm. So if there's anybody out there willing to pay us 15 million. 17 million, whatever that was. But. Yeah. Welcome to the Rangers hockey podcast. You're home for <laughs> everything. Almost we, everything. We Rangers. You'd like us to be. So. Yeah. No kidding. No <laughs> You're kidding. You're home Let's for whatever this. that person, well, 15 yeah. million just paid us. Except for, except for the Red Wings. Yes, exactly. Always, yeah. always. Uh, highest paid player in the league. Well-deserved. I, I'm sure this was years in the making and I'm sure mm-hmm. I, it made me think of that hug with he and Eric Johnson after they won. He's like, I'm good. I'm going to get so much money right now. I think he would have gotten a lot more. It's easier to negotiate when you've been literally one of the main factors that led to his. Oh yeah. So good for him. Yeah. You don't want to let that go. And you can say as much as you like about other players, you know, and, and, but this is the guy for this team and it makes sense. I look at like, what, what was it the other day? I saw like, uh, I think it was, it might've been Larry Brooks from the New York post talking about Connor McDavid saying, that uh or or you know maybe an edmonton dude uh saying how there was it seems like there's one standard for Connor mcdavid and one standard for the rest of the league yeah welcome to welcome to being one of the best players yeah we have what do you what do you want everybody sees that like he plays at a whole nother level hello exactly what do you want like uh what was there was another Dang it. Like, I mean, I, well, like, I kind of think of it along the lines of Wayne Gretzky being oh. the coach for Arizona. And yeah. what do you want? Do you want everybody to be Wayne Gretzky now that he's a coach? Wayne Gretzky can't ask for people to be Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. yeah there's going to be a different yeah. standard. And you know what else? They're going to get paid like there's another standard. And that's okay. As they should. So I didn't Occasionally, hear a guy's got to put. Either. Huh? I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't hear anybody complaining about this deal either. I mean, no. I mean, this eats up 11.2% of the Avs cap space. Like, I think it's 11.2 well spent. Okay. We'll, we'll yeah. do it. Yeah. Do it. I think. And he's been playing at a discount for a while now. I, I guarantee you when Landy mm-hmm. signed his deal, uh, McCarr signed his deal, 
ranting inside his deal. He was he was keeping notes, and instead of being upset wow. that he wasn't getting paid as much, he knew it was on the way, motivated him further, mm-hmm. and here we are. And do you think that you know, there is any like any chance in hell that when these other players got signed to these big deals, you know, especially like because uh, Rantanen was first, right, and then yes. Landy, Rantanen, uh, Landy, McCarr, yeah. You think you think after like like the next phone call that Joe Sackick made, like, or hi. even before it was announced, was not to Nathan McKinnon saying, "Look, we can't do this now we because we don't because of the way that everything's structured." Because you yep. can't you can't resign somebody until I believe their last year of the deal, or like okay. right before the last year of the deal. I believe that's part of the CBA. Sure, they literally couldn't do it. Do you think he they they didn't call him and say, "Look, yeah. uh, oh, I'm sorry, you know what? I'm sorry, uh, Rantanen is 11.2 percent of the." Of the cap space. Oh, I don't, so what's yeah, so. what's McKinnon next year? Do we know more. yet? More, more. That's all I know. So he's seven point six right now, but it'll be more than eleven. Okay, all right. But this is good. Do you think he didn't call him and say, "Hey, look, you see that you see this? Okay, we, see you. we are not forgetting you. I, I just we can't do this yet because of your contract." But, dude, you know, hang tight. <laughs> we're, we're, you think Joe Sakic said that, dude? I doubt he said, dude, but I, I would like to see him. I, there is nothing I would like to see more. Well, there's actually a lot of things I'd like to see more, but avalanche wise, I would love to see like him doing the, the interview with like Peter McNabb and Mark Mosier. And they ask him some question. He just looks at him and goes, dude, that would just be hilarious. It does sound like something he would do though. It does. Um, you know, what's, no, you know what's yeah, cool. everybody knew there was, I'm sure there were conversations. I'm sure oh, yeah. there didn't even have to necessarily be a conversation. I'm sure that you called him and would say, dude, and, and here's my number. Matt Cannon would go, I know. And <laughs> that's it. You're done. Or, or McKinnon could do like the old, as it was a Bud Light or whatever. He could say a different version of dude. So dude, like, Zach dude. like, dude, and McKinnon's like, dude, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, he'd be like, like no McKinnon, was, McKinnon, McKinnon would be like, dude and dude. He, and 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 Zach would go dude. dude and you go dude 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 i love it i love it you know what you know it just shows kind of how like i said how motivated he is mm-hmm. it's just it we have watched him mature as a player and as a leader mm-hmm. and i i don't think nathan mckinnon earlier in his career would have dealt with it this way we i'm sure on every team there's players and there's a few avalanche players that come to mind I'll I'll let all of you decide who I'm talking about or a couple players that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But guys that might have given up on this team because they weren't getting exactly what they wanted and mm-hmm. causing drama. Um, McKinnon. Well, let's think about this too. Remember a couple years ago, we were talking about, well before like playoff, deeper playoff runs, but in the low years, like there's like nobody here right now that's going to get their number reti- retired. We're like done for a long time. That's changed a lot now. And mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of cool. Cause I, there was a time where I thought McKinnon would just be like gone. He's like, I'm done with all this. I want to go yeah. get paid and, and be successful. But we're to the point where there's, there's a handful of guys that when their career is done here, if they finish out their contracts with more, more, more banners yeah. from the rafters, hopefully Stanley cut banners, but also retired numbers. I think that's, I think cool. there's going to be, I think right now there's three and a fourth that is most likely. Do you want to compare? Do we? Uh, I I don't want to jinx anything though. What's it? Oh, they they the hockey guys really care. Look, they listen to this show. Listeners don't care about our podcast. You think the hockey guys do? Come you on, know, that's a fair point. All right, <laughs> I'm all kidding. Right, listeners, your, we love who's on your list. You go I'm kidding, first, listeners. We love you. It's okay. all good. I'm okay. not dissing. We you. we don't go out on limbs. We don't do hot takes. We do our rants, but our oh, rants are fiery, safe. smoking hot. 
Okay, so here we go. Here's our short list of players' numbers that could be you hanging first from the rafters uh, a couple years after they retire. What? Who, who's first? Who's first? Yeah, me or you? Which, which oh, you're first because um, you, you said it wasn't a jinx. Okay, yeah. obviously, obviously Natty Matt. Okay. Natty Matt, yep. He's McKinnon, Matt absolutely. McKinnon. Okay. Uh, and this, Landis this is, Gog. Landis Gog, absolutely. Okay. This this one might be the hotter, hotter the, the, okay, hot take. This may be similar. Eric Put Johnson. Your, I've thought about Eric Johnson as well. Mm-hmm. To uh, where, yeah, his longevity, his leadership. Mm-hmm. Well, heck, talk about, let's add him to his list. For, for the avalanche, he has meant that. You know, everybody mm-hmm. talks about him. As long as he's healthy, he's battled back from injuries. The knock the against longest, him was always the health, but at the same time, yeah. it's not like there's, it's not like that was a choice. Longest you know? tenured Denver sports player right now as well. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, eventually, Makar. But I yes. would not add him to the list today because there's, I mean, I mean, yeah, Norris Trophy, all this, all the stuff, you know. Uh, but still, I think that uh, I think that Makar, he's oh. still there. There is an, there is that that level of we've retired your number. There is the level of you're a phenomenal player. He's at the he's he's you know he's got oh. time. There's there's time. He's yeah. like beyond that though. I mean, this is a guy that plays the game like. The, the, oh, yeah. the people he gets mentioned with, I mean, come on. I'm just hoping he stays here. I hope all these guys stay here forever. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, somebody could wave a huge big check. Maybe, maybe the culture changes. Maybe things become different or whatever. Um, you know, and it's going to be hard when yeah. this, you know, they just basically McKinnon is going from one well-played player to essentially two players that could be paid really well. double the salary. Exactly. And that's going to take away a well play a well paid player. Or some depth. That's okay. Or two depth guys, yeah. Yeah. Three I mean depth you get, guys. <laughs> well, you're gonna to have to go more depth. Yeah. And and this is that's kind of what say. we saw with uh the Penguins yeah. when uh that when Black Crosby Hawks. and Malkin and all those guys got really paid and they had to start uh start yeah. moving guys out. Blackhawks uh, as well. Blackhawks absolutely the Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. Lightning have managed it really well. Uh, Lightning Knights. Uh, Mm, yeah, Vegas. Vegas went for it all, and then they couldn't afford everybody. Yep. Yeah, I think you I could uh, argue uh, the Bruins. Yeah, uh, they they went the, they went a similar route, and that's just the numbers. That's just that's just hey, the way it is. This is a salary cap era, and yep. and like James just said, you you've you know Nathan McKinnon goes from six point three to twelve point six, and that could that that's three or four solid players that you could have depth yeah. guys, but you have to. Yeah, it's this. You is make all, that choice. You manage that choice, and you hopefully have you, like you cross. Yeah, yeah. You 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 hang the you hang that on the wall and say, "Hey guys, we're you know we're open for business. If you want to play with people of this caliber, this yeah. is what we have left over." And, and you make and you make that decision, and then you you manage in that yeah. direction. It's all a gamble. The draft mm-hmm. is a gamble, and who you sign, who you let go, is a gamble too. And 100%. we'll just enjoy the window while it's open. Uh, do you feel like? Uh, so those are my four guys, three mm-hmm. for sure. And I'm going to say McCarr will, will get to that point, but that's, yep. that's hot take territory. Yep. Uh, what, how about you? What I don't do you think, think that's really a hot take. I, I think that if he stays here and just plays right. like he can, that's, that's it. That's a anybody given, else on your list way too early. Ranton is the only other, um, but he's, he's even behind EJ right now, just cause it's so early as well. But if he keeps doing what he's doing, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, same list, same page. Boom. We hadn't talked about this yet, but not shocking that we're in a nah, it's, here. 
Otherwise, yeah. we'd argue and cause it cause a fight on social media. Yeah. We don't want that. You make me sad. No. Uh, speaking speaking of more banners from the rafters, uh, October twelfth, the Avalanche opened their season. Uh, that was pretty cool. <laughs> Landy comes out. The more I thought about kind of how he looked and like his face, like I think it was pretty cool that he was lifting the cup for for the last time and kind of the first time at home ish, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, you could tell something was up, and we found out what was up a little bit later because this team really misses him. Um, but yeah, Jack Johnson joining the celebration. That was awesome. Yes. That was awesome. Because he was on the bench and he was just yeah. kind of chilling there. And I think he was happy with where he was. And I don't think I saw quite enough, but they did invite him over or he invited himself. What are you going to do? Jack, go away. Jack, your bench is over uh, there. Now. Jack, we talked about this. You Jack, can't be here right Jack, now. Ah! Jack. Is there a guy in the league who hasn't gone through more off ice? Like <laughs> yeah. that wasn't, that wasn't like with the law. Yeah. I mean, that the, the didn't deserve it than Jack Johnson. I mean, yeah, the, cool. the whole story of his parents and taking out loans against his future career earnings. Yeah. That is, oh my God. And then the guy wins the cup, of course, you know, bring Good him out. Him. On a one year, you know, PTO. One year, you know, well, mm-hmm. geez, that was the same with Nichushkin, but that's a different story. But still. No, I mean, they couldn't, very, again, what can you afford? What can you not afford? Yeah. They weren't going to be able to bring him back. And frankly, he was, if, he wouldn't have seen the ice had Gerard not got injured. Yeah. So, but you he know, did, he was seventh. He, played that, he that. played that role solidly. Oh, you know yeah. what he's doing? 100% Veteran not a guy. knock against him at all. That was just games. Yeah. the way it, it is. Was, that banner looks dang good, though. Look, mm-hmm. Three looks good. They look a little lonely, though. We could mm-hmm. use some more. You want but, another one? A little symmetry there? Yeah, I like even mm-hmm. numbers. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to like odd numbers again. But again, hey, we'll see. We'll see. Um. Yeah, that was cool. You don't see that in sports very often. Um, a lot of behind-the-scenes video of guys getting their rings. Mm. So speaking of Kadri, they brought the, his ring with them, and I I can't remember. I don't know if it was before or after the game. I think it was before, but they had video of that um, when the Avs played the Kraken. Um, Burkowski was here. They gave him his ring. They have all the all the behind-the-scenes. That's pretty cool. Um, nice. It's sharing sharing the like wealth. How mm. many how many diamonds? Hundred, two hundred. 300 stupid amount <laughs> an absolutely stupid amount what do you not do bad. with something like that it's like i can't i'm not wearing are you, you insane you Ow. have earned it you have totally earned it i would if i were one of the if i were one of the players i mean if I were one of the players, uh i would consider buying one of the replica ones to wear around and keep that yeah. locked up totally i don't uh, know how much it's worth but it's a lot whatever it is did you see a stupid did, amount like a literally stupid amount did you see the when they open the box? It's got the highlights and Connor McGahey's uh, thing that he said on the radio playing on a video screen within the like the box is a whole nother work of art as well. Like it's pretty cool. If but, you didn't think Connor McGahey was insufferable before, bam! I'm I'm kidding, Connor. I'm here's just, more, I'm just no. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Connor. Connor job. does it. I hear doesn't, you. Connor does a good job. So he doesn't even he doesn't listen to us. He's like, oh, no. here come those half cocky podcasts. You know guys, what? Though we, we've we've been chatting no, about no. people who big time you, and I've I've met Connor a couple of times, and he could yeah. not have been nicer. And I, I think that's I think that's cool. So. I meet nobody. Yeah, that's okay. I'm that's right. okay. I'm good. Uh, speaking of Kadri, the Avalanche lost in Calgary. This was back to back, and let's talk back to backs for a second. The Avalanche have played eleven games, and they've had four back to backs, I think, so far. And a bunch where they play at home one night and then they play on the road the next. So they travel to the next city and they play a team that didn't play the night before either, which 
Finland, Finland had something to do with this, but it's just something I know. Back-to-backs are tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but your schedule is what it is, and that's how that's how it goes. But, you know, you just got to deal with it, and that's when injuries like Nachushkin and Landis Gog and Helm, they don't help at all because you need some depth and guys get banged up. But there it is. If I ran the league and all that and I ran the schedule, I would... I would seriously pull the GMs about if you do back to backs, do them at home. Yeah. Do both ends at home. Absolutely. But there's, I mean, there's plenty of logistical problems with that, including if you have a team like the Avs where they play in the same place as a basketball team. Yep. If you're playing in Canada, unless you're playing, unless you're Toronto, you don't have that problem. Uh, if you're playing, you know, lots of places that don't have basketball teams playing the same place, then, you know, you don't have the, the same issues. I can't imagine what it's like for uh, for the Kings because they have yeah. don't they have two basketball teams playing in the same place in the Staples Center or whatever it's called. Um, yeah, they don't, do. Don't the Clip, the Clippers and Lakers both have that as their home arena, right? They do, as far as I know. Yeah, I believe so. I don't know much about the NBA, but even so. all the concerts and everything. Like, it, oh I, yeah, I can't, I can't imagine how those conversations go and how long it takes to figure all this out. You get one Jeff Dunham in there, and it screws up your whole thing. <laughs> and I'm not just talking about his comedy because that'll screw you up too. That is a mess. That is a hot mess right there. I like what you did there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen, if I don't have a sick burn against uh, Jeff Dunham, I don't feel like I've really gotten my day. In. Well, I don't feel like I've accomplished my, Thank you very much. <laughs> well that'll done, that'll man. learn him. But yeah, yeah this was something you have to deal with. This thing's gonna be like, oh man, I just a jerk. I just like I just like making people laugh with my puppets. Just, just up, like man. Just, just like James does on our show. Please yeah. please don't give us Jeff Dunham hate mail. We don't hate him that much. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Ever, that's our inbox is gonna be all. I'm Jeff dear, Dunham fans, dear sir. <laughs> I have been to three Jeff Dunham concerts, I, met him twice, and he couldn't have been the nicest person. You should be ashamed of yourself, sir. On a, you on a, should be ashamed. On a stick. Yeah. Why do I know his stuff? I don't know. God. Uh, all right. Uh, let's, we're moving on. We're moving on. Landeskog <laughs> on uh, October 19th. I just got punched through Zoom for the... How many times have you punched me through Zoom? Like four times? Today? Yeah. Yeah. I deserved every one of them, too. <laughs> Gabriel Landeskog gets announced on October 19th that he'll be out for another three months. Uh, knee surgery on the same knee. Mm-hmm. Still bothering him. Wasn't quite fixed. And this team misses him. He misses everything he brings to the table. But again, um, depth depth is hard. And this is all part of the process, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to... I'm sure it's hard, hard for him as well. But it's... Oh, kind of yeah. tough to watch his team without him because he brings so much to the table, not only stats-wise, but playing-wise and leadership-wise. But um, the Avs are down like a whole forward line. I mean, it's not perfect how it works out, but Landis Gog, Nachushkin. Nachushkin's played in seven of the 11 games. And like even a Darren Helm, who kills penalties and does that very well, mm-hmm. you're down a quarter of your starting 12 forwards. That's hard, and it's a transition time for this team, so... I think especially on the power play, which is the place where uh, Kadri, I think, has probably missed the most as far as those, uh, you know, I mean, overall. But I, but if you have to judge it, I would say the power play. Yeah. So now you're essentially from last season, you're down two play people and you that you have to, to shovel in there. Um, of course, you're advancing from the second power play line. And so yeah. you're you're messing with both, essentially. 
and that's, that's a lot that could be that can be pretty hard and then helm yeah. you know killing penalties all the time absolutely uh i think i think penalty killers like the thing with penalty killers is if you don't have the chemistry and you don't know where everybody else is going to be if you don't have that flow i think it's a lot harder than when you're on the power play because the power play you're going to be taking care of opportunities you've got more space to work with you've got less uh, you know you you have a little more that you can be creative with and you don't have to be like I'm over here. So you must be over there and you must be over there. Uh, with the with the kill, it's a little more, a lot more structure that you have to buy into. And if you change those people out and you're like, wait a minute, where, where are we? I think that really, he, I think that he is a big piece of that. Not saying more so than Landy with the power play, but it's, but I, I think like the chemistry thing has to really work on the power on the penalty kill in a way that doesn't on the power play. Agreed. He he and Kadri on the power play. I mean, mm-hmm. big factors. Both. Oh, huge. Both huge. Either, either one timers or tipping pucks in front and things like that. So Enormous. their power play has been okay because they still have mm-hmm. a fair amount of talent that that's available. But uh, uh, Mark Rycroft was talking about it during the first game in Finland and how the Columbus Blue Jackets get ready for the whole season, mm-hmm. and then Patrick Line gets hurt. Um, who's oh you know, yeah, Line, Line is the McKinnon or the or the Rantanen on their team and he gets mm-hmm. hurt like a period into the into the into the um season and you got to change everything around and and the Avalanche are okay like I said on that top line and they've made some adjustments on that second power play line with playing three defensemen like there's not many teams that can do that but the Avs do that right um but yeah there's some serious shuffling that needs to go on I think the penalty also- kill has penalty kill's been tough and and having helm out does not help well going back what you were saying about line a, I believe they were also they were talking about how uh, he and Goudreau were really getting their their chemistry together, and then he's gone, and now gone. that's going to set them back, and it has obviously set them back a yeah. bit in their in what they were building on. I'm sure they're going to find it again, but that opportunity coming out of camp and building directly on that yeah. kind of goes away a little bit, kind of settles down a little bit, and you got to figure out where you're going. I think that's a big. That I think that is going to be a big factor for them, and it's probably a big factor here because now you've got, you know, you were practicing the power play. Now you've got to you've got to shift things around. One guy's out. Uh, same with the penalty kill. You've got some yeah. new people who maybe aren't as used to you, um, at least in the forward end of things for uh, for the penalty kill. The uh, the the defense is still the same. So, yeah. so this yeah. is a team in transition, not only depth wise but also injury wise. And mm. you can you can tell it's it's not what everybody expected, but it also takes some time to figure this out. And it'll be nice when one, two, and all three of those guys are back. Hopefully They're looking a little more open. human. Yeah, totally. And yeah. I, it, it's not bad. It's it's mm. not bad for you. It's what are, what are you going to do? Like there's. You, these guys know as pro athletes and and I know there's a lot of cliches that are thrown around by the coaches, but there's, there's nothing you can do except mm-hmm. for have people step up and, and, you know, hopefully play like they can. Cliche avalanche. So, yeah. It's, it's hard. To, I got It's hard to I replace those on guys. That. Uh, have you, uh, October 20th reverse retro jerseys were, were debuted. How, how you doing with those? Hot take. Hot take. Here we Ready go. Ready for a hot take? This is like three or four hot takes so far. Please this is welcome to un- the ice, your Colorado Golden Knights. Oh, what is up with those? What is up with the colors? Ouch! A, a color. When I first saw them, I was like, "Aren't those Golden Knights colors?" <laughs> I think it's no, it's blue. Dude, is you, it? Yeah, you look like blue. black it's and na- yellow when I, the first thing. I, it look. Like, uh, it's navy blue. It's it's uh, 
it's it's the state flag colors um so uh, here's the thing here, here's the here, thing though too it's it's really hard to tell what colors they are and really what it looks like when you don't see the whole thing like it's it's you, you see like a dude uh, with some jeans on and a hoodie on uh, underneath it or whatever. And like, here's our jerseys. Like, that's not what they're going to look like. So yeah. I'm, I feel the same way as you do in a sense where I'm just like, eh, uh, but once I see the whole thing on the ice, I'm, I'm hoping to feel a little better about it. You know, I, yeah, I, I'm going to have to see what it looks like on the ice. At first I wasn't, uh, the current thirds, the hoodies, uh, the hoodie ones I was yeah. not sold on, uh, but I like them a lot better now. Um, I never, I never cared for the ones that they wore to the Air Force Academy outdoor game. Uh, I still really like the ones that they wore to the Chorus Field outdoor game. The, I mean, it was simple. Yeah, it was, sure. it, you know, Avs, Avs colors. Uh, for me, I like them better sometimes than I like the white uh, yeah. Avs jersey, the straight up oh, one. The, the the Avs jersey, the the white road kit is a mess. We talked I, about that yeah. before. I mean, and always, I mean, I, I just yeah. love, I love the blues and I love the third, uh, burgundies and I really like those course field ones. Those are my, those are my top three. I thought last year's last year, year before the retros There's with the Nordiques so, ones. So many now. Yeah. They were fine. Yeah. You know, people loved them. People loved them. That's I, great. I was, That's I, great. the rumor was they were going to go back to the Rockies, like the old kind of that logo, but mm. The, there's also a rumor like that that team's gone that team left actually it's not that's not like yeah, a same team like a previous iteration of the avalanche it's yeah. not that those are the devils now those so, are the devils. Mm-hmm. yeah so that that kind of belongs to them i was i'd still here's the thing though too is like watching tell me the, tell me the thing what is the thing? this is well this is one of, there's always several things when it comes to jerseys it's a very complicated subject but <laughs> Like you, you look at the Screaming Eagle, uh, capital jerseys last night, those things are awesome and they never should have gone away. Like I, I'm wondering like if every team just would have kept their best, their best design, I don't know who would design, who, who would decide which, which was the best, but how sharp this league would look if they just kept their best designs and just stuck with them. Mm-hmm. But you know, why, why don't we go back to the Burgundy third alternates with Colorado? Like people would love that. I they loved look, them. They would look good as heck too. I have, I have. I've denounced the blueberry <laughs> so many times <laughs> that that has become a, a, a cliche. Yeah. I don't know how else to put it other than a, a, a right denouncing, but <laughs> I, I mean, bet, like, there's a lot of people listening to this that didn't think denouncing would be mentioned, but here we are. Oh, love yes. it. Henceforth, we shall denounce. <laughs> um, wow. And yet, you know, then we also have like, I don't know how anybody feels about the, Colorado about the Rockies and their license plate based. Yeah. But that's a weird one. Yeah, like, what, can you imagine the avalanche skating around in a green license plate one? Yeah. The green pants just, they were not it for me for the Rockies, but yeah, I don't know. I, I liked, I liked reading about the MLB, uh, about those ones when they said, uh, the Colorado's iconic license plate. Really? That, that's what we're like. Hmm. Mm. There, yeah, there's more. Yeah, mm. that and didn't, didn't care for <laughs> didn't care for <laughs> that little terminal. Thanks. All right, so I guess we'll see. I I, I think I think it'll. I, I'm I know I'm gonna feel a little better about it once I see them on the ice. Okay. And some some of the some of the newer designs are sweet. Like the the teams are looking pretty good. And I'm not saying that the Avs missed, but um, mm-hmm. they didn't hit either. So. Yeah, I'm I'm not sold yet. I'll just go. <laughs> We'll see. 
Um, you said we, this was on your DVR, this game. that I'm We got to talk about this one. But well, you've got to talk about this one because I heard about this game. The Rangers, uh, the Avs win, beat the Rangers three to two in a shootout. And uh, here, here's here's the crummy part. This part of why we're you know so late in starting our season of podcasting. Oh, that's right. Is that uh, October November really is a crap time for me at work? Like we just we had a ballet that would yeah I know okay ballet we had a ballet that was <laughs> a lot of work to shovel in and then we transitioned right into. A big opera and the uh, the film festival, which we go back and forth. Like one day we'll do the film fest, the next day we do the opera, then the film fest. You know, and it's 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 long hours and long weeks and really stupid. So sure. I have so I came into work and a few people came up to me and were like, "Did you watch last night's game?" And I was like, "Because <laughs> I I think this was on a Sunday, right? It was. It might have been on a Sunday. I can't remember. No, it, it w- was this. It wasn't on a Sunday because we were. Well, no, it was a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday because uh, we were in New York the week before. I was like, okay. "Dang it!" Because because <laughs> it would have been great. Our fall break fell on the week before. I would have loved to have seen, and I think I could have made it happen too. The Rangers on Tuesday at Madison Square Garden. The I believe it was the Island. No, it was it the Devils. The Devils next, and then. Uh, the next night was the Islanders at home. Like it would have been cool to to catch all three. Yeah. And if it just didn't align, but yeah, it was a yeah. Tuesday. I couldn't, yeah. uh, so I didn't watch this, but I had people coming up to me going, did oh, you great. see the game? Did you see the game? It was such a good game. I was like, ah, so it's been they on my DVR. I to watch you. it. Those were smart people, right. but it was a great game. Abs win three to two in a shootout. Shootouts are still stupid. I will die on that hill. Um, but it, it's just a weird way to end a game. Great uh, performances by Alexander Georgiev and Igor Shesterkin. Um, went toe-to-toe. It was good stuff. Uh, national television, Madison Square Garden, two really good teams. Um, that was fun. It was, mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. Good, good hockey. Logan O'Connor scoring at MSG. That's what he does. But uh, one thing I remember, Emily Cap- Kaplan in between the Avs had just scored a power play goal early. And uh, talked to Jared Bednar and asked him. They were 10 for 18 on the power play so far this season. And her question, and I'm not clowning on her. This is not an easy gig. But she said, what makes your power play so good? And I I just for once want to hear a hockey coach or a player go, "Uh, you've seen, uh, hello, you've seen this lineup, right? Like, that's what makes them so good. Like, we got literally five world-class players out there. Um, it's, it's actually pretty easy. Next question. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just so funny. I just want somebody to be honest because hockey players are generally and sometimes over the top humble. Just, just brag for a little bit. Cause yep. it's awesome to watch. <laughs> hey guys, guess what? Guess what? Why, why is this team so good? Uh, money. <laughs> they're lots just, <laughs> and lots of money. They're just better than the other team. And I'm not talking about the Rangers. The Rangers are good as well, but mm-hmm. Great I mean, they, they had to take it to the shootout to to get her done. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't you don't see regular season games that good very often. The Avalanche and the Lightning had a couple last year as well, but it's one of those games where, um, yeah, everybody that said it was a good game, they were not lying to you, mm. not at all. Great game. I'm excited for you to watch it whenever whenever you get the chance. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I did get to watch a bunch of uh, the first Blue Jackets in Finland game. Yeah, uh, which the Avs won six to three. Good games. Uh, interesting, interesting power play configuration there. Uh, Bednar putting out 
three defensemen on the second power play unit, which I don't know what that says about the about the forwards, but it says a lot about the about the defense, doesn't it? It does. It yeah. does, and it's fun and something to talk about for sure. But it's, not many. It really teams, is. Well, you only. I guess a lot of teams have been doing this as well if they can afford to. But but on your first power play, some teams are just doing one defenseman, and mm-hmm. when you have a guy like Kale McCarr, you can absolutely do that. It's. I know teams talk about saying, oh, it's like having five forwards on the ice. Um, when McCarr's out there on the power play, it is five Very forwards, much so. forwards on the ice. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Um, it's fun to watch. He's healthy. Here's the, here's the weird, what I would consider odd, because like, okay, you start your first power play unit, you got one defenseman, you're used to that, right? Your yep. second one. If you don't score and you hit that two-minute mark, what do you do? Because you've now got, you've got three defensemen out there you got a guy coming off the ice, you know, to go into the bench basically because there's, you know, you're not, or no, sorry, you don't have a guy come out. I'm being stupid for a second. Sorry. You have it. You have three guys, you have three defensemen on the ice. What do you do coming out of that? Like who becomes basically your third forward out of yeah. those defensemen and until you can transition back to having two D and three forwards. They probably talk. I'd hope they talk about oh, that. Oh, I'm That's sure it. that they <laughs> have, funny but if, if they you don't have like, if you don't have too many men on the ice, yeah. like a few times off of that transition oh, out of that, I will like be eight, stunned. There's like eight guys out there like, uh, like uh-oh. Wait a minute. I'm coming on for who? <laughs> no, who wait, who's my guy that I'm coming that's, on that's for? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because for those of you that have played hockey before, like like you're always talking about who, when that guy comes off, I'm going on. Even if everybody knows it, you say it out loud. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some conversations that are like, wait, what? Wait, like, what? Who's, I got Gerard. Wait, you do? No, what? you should never have Gerard. Yeah, why he's would over you? There. No, he's, he's on, on the, the other side of the the. I've I've never thought about that though. I'm I'm sure I'm sure they've got it under control. But yeah, I am stuff, I but. am sure that they don't have it under control <laughs> some of the time. I'm sure yeah, that so. there is a lot. Like you've played your whole life doing yeah. this, and now all of a sudden you're doing that. What the. Yeah. What is happening? I'm I'm not, and and this is not me complaining. I'm not complaining no. at all about this. I think it's fascinating. It's just These one of those uh, those things where you're just like, all right, what's These this going to be? To have, yeah. yeah. I th- I think when when people the the announcers it, for the I believe the as other, the kids say, I'm here for it. Yes. That's okay. What, that's exactly what they Thank. say. And it's yeah. So it's just like. I think when the other announcers, national announcers, other teams announcers start talking about it and they're like, well, they got three defensemen. I think for those of us that have watched mm-hmm. these teams, like, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That'll work. Yep. Heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good word. Heard. It's, ama- it's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a uh, successful finish trip. Um, Miko Rantanen does his thing. Fourth career hat trick in that first game. Nathan McKinnon being all unselfish and all hockey to give him the puck for that. That was amazing. And also, sorry, I didn't. That was outstanding. And then, uh, watch yourself. I just got punched again. Um, and then, you know, I think it was 33 seconds into the second game. Um, Arturi Lekkinen scores, and the fans love it. And they got they got quite a show. Um, it's easy to say that because our team won both games. Yeah, that was pretty fun. They finished that trip well. Damn it! <laughs> I'm gonna punch you back. Oh. <laughs> I'd say the oh. jokes keep on coming if I had any actual jokes. That was terrible. You know, you know the difference between a good joke and a bad joke? Timing. <laughs> <laughs> Whether or not I said it, I told it or not. Uh, okay. Uh, just a few other abs hockey things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Val- Valerie Nachushkin looks, uh, he looks good. He's got 12 points in seven games. Just hoping he gets healthy. And I think they were just, 
he went out for pregame skate uh the first finland game and did not i believe in the second game hopefully you know the geez like week and a half off will do him good because mm. he helps a lot when he's mm-hmm. in the lineup um kale mccarr he's doing kale mccarr things he's not scoring hockey pucks near as near as much as you'd like to or expect him to he's getting his chances and he, he I, i'm sure some people would say well he's not quite the same but he's got 13 points in 11 games as a defenseman yeah, yeah. that's fine <laughs> that's fine i'm no expert but. listen i yeah and you know and and frankly he's this is his first time i mean they went deep in the playoffs uh you know all the cup celebrations all the stuff that's expected of you as a player coming off of winning a cup the shorter off season all those things are going to have an influence you know uh, oh no he's only got 13 points and he didn't oh, it took him a long time to score his first goal oh no our our defenseman he's averaging more than a point a game oh. you know i would i would be curious actually how many of uh, how many goals were scored off of his shot being tipped because yeah. the thing is like let's say you're oh. you're you're out you're out in the point right you take a shot it's gonna go in and yet one of your players still tips it and it goes in uh right. that could have been a goal but instead it's an assist i mean it's still it's points whoop-de-doo but i joked you don't about have, that yeah Avs Twitter, so that's an ongoing Avs Twitter psychic joke. I Nachushkin uh, tipped one. I was like, that was Makar's goal, and I had Makar, but Nachushkin being selfish cost me the win. Ugh. Oh, God. Oh. So I, I can think of two off the top of my head that one, and then Logan O'Connor tipped one yesterday against Columbus. That mm-hmm. was a Makar shot that was originally given to Makar and then changed to LOC, but I didn't have Makar then, so I didn't really care. So. <laughs> But I don't know. I, I really kind of doubt. I mean, I'm sure that they care about they care about scoring goals. Oh. Of course, they care about scoring goals. Of course. But oh no, you tipped my you tipped my shot in for a goal that could have been mine. Said almost no one ever. You jerk. Yeah. 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 Nathan McKinnon's got three points and I mean three goals and 16 assists in 11 games. That's pretty good. And, uh, Again, that's not as hot a take as all the rest. But uh, no, but the Avalanche. And, and here's the thing ahead. about those about when you have. When you have goals that are tipped, the the thing I think that doesn't get acknowledged in that, no matter what player, is that you had to get it through all those bodies anyways. A blocked shot doesn't get the opportunity to be tipped. So you've got to find that lane. You've got to find that place. Whether you're intending for it to be tipped or not, I mean, you, you only have so much choice in that, but you've got to get it through far enough for it to get the tip to be able to go in. That's that's still a big deal. So, oh, they're only assists. They're not, for God's sake. No way. Folks, come on. And all that stuff that James was just talking about, Kale McCarr's really good at. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. so there's that. It's just a matter of time. Uh, Those space where they, they, they open up space. That is a, that is a freaking skill. People, folks, folks. Pretty. Sorry. He's yelling now. I, I backed off thing, from the mic when I did it. So Bob yeah. Rovsky. You there know. we go. See, it's perfect. Right. He's such a pro. Uh, second line center, still not quite like solidified. Mm. They tried a new hook there. Uh, he's back on wing now. I think Bednar's not necessarily given up on that whole experience, uh, experiment, if that's what it is. But yeah, just another way this team is transitioning and just trying to figure out how to fill the hole that was left by Kadri and I don't know they'll they'll figure it out or they won't but um it's just one thing that everybody's watching and 
we'll kind of see how that progresses. I think, I think new hook is still needs, uh, I think he still needs more experience, more, more work. Yeah. I don't think he's, I don't think he's like, I mean, I don't think he's second line material yet. Not yet. I think he could be, but, uh, you know, I, I think, I think third line is as high as I would want him now for now. And then, you know, you see where you see where he goes from that, but yeah, I don't think, yeah, I I could imagine that maybe Sakik is on the lookout for maybe a second line center at this point, looking around. Yeah. And it's not like when you're, when you're playing up against the cap, like the abs do, because you got to pay your people like second line centers are just, you know, available wherever you'd like them, especially good ones. Yeah. I think it would, I think it would take a trade and whatever the, uh, cap relief that they're getting from Landis Cog. So whoever they get, chances are, I would not expect them to stick around past a season. If they get somebody, if they decide to go that route, maybe they do. Maybe they don't. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Evan Rodriguez is doing a pretty good job on, on the first power play unit. Um, nice surprise while, there, isn't it? Yeah. It was a nice, nice little pickup. And yeah. Drax Jones, our buddy in, in Pittsburgh said, this is a good signing and it's been, he's been solid so yeah. far. Someone who's really benefiting from all that talent, talent mm-hmm. around him and making it happen. So that's yeah, cool. I don't we'll know just, how much of that is him being made better by the people around him or him fitting in well with really good people. I don't, it doesn't really matter in the doesn't end. Matter. Uh, we're here for, we're here for all of it. Hell yeah. Yep. Hell so, yeah. I mean, so heck yeah. We'll see. We'll oh, see I'm how sorry. things sorry. progress. Heck yeah. My bad. Yeah. The, hello. This is G rated show. Excuse me. Damn it. It's a oh, what? G. Oh, I thought you said G for a moment there. Like G LeFleur. G would make sense. Yeah. It's a G rated PG? I don't know what we're rated. P-G? We're rated awesome. That's <laughs> what we're rated. You know what else is awesome? Like you can find us a lot of different places on the, on the internet. You guys know the internet? You've been the internet? Yeah. It's kind of fun sometimes. But you can find us in a lot of places, and I'm assuming that James is ready to tell us about some of those places. Are right you now. ready for that? Are we done? We're, we've we've meat, the I meat and potatoes. Is there anything else that we missed so far? Nah, we hit the meat and potatoes. Now it's time for the gravy. Um, that was pretty good. That Thanks. was better than your um other one. I'm not here to be judged, but I don't disagree with you. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I absolutely I could not agree. But more. you judge, but you judge properly, and and uh, and frankly, uh, a respect and be heard. Okay, amazing, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> James you know, Tape Like with the spiel. Here it goes. Oh, you can find the Watch Avs Hockey go, Podcast everyone. at dot There's links to stuff. There's more links to stuff. There's stuff that you could link to. We've linked to things. You should you should check out those links. We put videos of things. Except, ooh, there's a video not a not available of Darren Helm becoming a, a, an Avalanche playoff legend. For some it's not reason. available. No. Oh no, wait, it's not that one. It's it's Evander Kane's hit on Nazem Kadri. That is a video oh. unavailable. So you okay, can find uh, you can find our podcast and more disappointment uh, <laughs> at podcast.com. Uh, there's links to subscribe to this, but you probably already do. Uh, there's links to go to, uh, Av's Twitter psychic, uh, which you probably already do. So, um, yeah, it's a terrible spiel, but I really enjoyed doing it. Thank you. I think it's fun. Thanks. <laughs> I think I, we, you, you sell it. You sell the sizzle. That's what Ooh, I love about it. Sell the yeah. sizzle. You don't sell the steak. You sell the sizzle. Oh, there's a sizzler sizzler steakhouse. If you we're not sponsored by them. No, yet. but uh, yeah, no, I don't even need to be sponsored by them to bring them up. They're still in uh, Utah. And man, there, if you go to Salt Lake City, there is nothing better to do but go to a Sizzler. Heck yeah. 
That's Heck saying yeah. a lot about Salt Lake. I took my girlfriend to a, to the Sizzler. I was like, you've got to experience the Sizzler. She was like, what is happening? <laughs> what did you just say? Why? How and then, and then you. afterwards, she wasn't she she was begrudgingly not disappointed. Okay, <laughs> like, I think she wanted to be more upset. Like, like what the hell you was that? To, it was yeah. like, all right, it was it was all right. It was all it right. Bad. It, it wasn't bad. a huge disappointment. Kind of like listening to our show. Yes, <laughs> kind of like that. <laughs> we are the sizzler of podcasts. Yeah, if you'd like to rate and review us on uh, <laughs> iTunes or anywhere else, especially with not hugely disappointing, mildly, mildly disappointing, not hugely. Let's just go with that. You can make the judgment from where you go from that direction, but not not highly disappointing. Start there and adjust accordingly. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any shout outs? Shout outs? No. Do you have any shout outs? No. You said you. No. You. I don't have any shout outs. I. I am. I am woefully, as usual, unprepared for shout outs, and I really should be more prepared for shout outs. So here, let me let me do. I'm also kind of antisocial because I'm. Yeah. So. Okay. That, that well, if, if, maybe I can inspire you. Hit, um, hit it, I'll and go, I'll go first. Hit it and or um, quit it. James already, James already, <laughs> um, <laughs> James had already mentioned Dab's Twitter Psychic. Just mm. want to thank everybody for keeping our game going. Uh, season nine of it. I don't. I have no idea why. Not why, because it's so much fun, and we come together because of it. But I had. I don't know how we got here. Nine seasons. That's a mm. long time. But sure, appreciate everybody for taking time out of their game day to post. Who they think is going to score the first good avalanche goal uh, every single game. It's our game. That's what we do. And then you get a retweet at the end and all the glory that comes with that. That so. is so much glory. Holy cow. Yeah. So yep. You wouldn't You wouldn't believe how much glory. Hey, get them um, now before they start charging a dollar a retweet. Oh, at least. Maybe more. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Apps Podcast, and you can find those tweets at ATP Tweets, I believe. is the We, we made a a dedicated home for that, for that stuff. So I want to give out a shout out to Chloe Landry for a chance to hang out with the cup in, in John Martineau's garage. Just, I never thought I'd say that on the show, but Mm. there we were. So, um, thank you for sharing that with us. And thank you. Shout out to John Martineau for doing that too. That was fun. Um, want to thank Hirsch for the continued support of who we are and what we do. Uh, he brings the artwork to us. Oh, wait, I'm not supposed to give him that that much credit, um, but he's what? our man. Those those of you know, is he upset about support, the credit? He doesn't want the credit, but we have to give him a right. shout out because he is part of our team, and we appreciate all you do for us, Hirsch. So thank you. Um, new gold puck coming. Actually, just arrived the other day. Uh, Valerie Nichushkin's 74th career goal. He scored in Calgary on that game we were talking about earlier. Uh, I got that puck, um, so I'll write about it and I'll share that one. And then um, the there's a potential big jersey acquisition. We'll see. Ooh. Uh, it's a it, yeah, a little teaser for you. It's a big investment, but it's something that I've always wanted my collection. So I don't know if I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know which way I'm leaning yet. But if that happens, I'll definitely share it. Right. Otherwise, just consider it a just consider it a teaser. Um, and thanks to you, James Tape Legrelian, for joining me for another season and making this happen. And we love what we do. We're just a couple of fans talking hockey. Yep. That's it. Nope. Not even thank here. You. We're not yeah. here for the clout because there ain't none. No, there's none. There's, there is money to be made, but we're not interested in it. And we just do it because we love it. Ain't no party like an AHP party because an AHP party don't start. No, it doesn't stop either. It's somewhere in between. Somewhere in between. It's more like hanging out at a coffee shop 
and uh, <laughs> and being asked to have your feet taken off of the furniture. It's kind of yeah. Like can you? It's, it's, can it's, you it's around there, but still, you know. And then you're a little snarky at the person afterwards when they're gone, and you're not brave enough to actually say it to their face. Yeah. That's kind of what it's like. And you're just taking a nap on the bench, pretty much. Like, Look, I I bathe. I'm I bathe once anyone. a week, whether I need to or not. I'm not stinking up the place. I'm not bothering anybody. No. I'm just taking a nap. What? Sorry. But I bought. So what if I bought this latte three hours ago and I'm still using your Wi-Fi? What's the problem here, people? Your your PSL. This St. Starby's. <laughs> Obviously not, but yeah, all that stuff, all that and more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. What else? And final parting words. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's just nice to have, it's nice to have the game back. I'm glad that we're uh, doing this. You know, we got we got some nice sway going, and we got it going. Hey, yeah. We come, we we bring you a show, and we have enough to talk about. Mm-hmm. We were talking preseason, but there just there wasn't a ton that happened. Ah, there was a there was um, a there was you know it was like okay a few we things, could, but yeah. And also, you know, know, just timing is always, it's always hard at the first top of the season for us and all that stuff. And, and frankly, I'm predict- tired of feeling guilty about it. Okay, Lois, I'm just tired of feeling guilty about it. But then we do the show and it all feels better. Yeah. And it's, and it's all like, I think if we were bigger on like predictions and being super critical, we would do shows more often, but we're not, we just kind of, our takes really aren't that hot. No matter mm. how many times we say they're hot Spicy. takes, we just. Yeah, we just talk about what we want to because we can. Yeah. Just a couple fans. They're not a habanero. They're a little more like a Chipotle, a little yeah. smoky, just yeah. a touch amount of heat. And it feels it feels just right. Sometimes it's just like a green pepper, though. It's just like, yeah. Yeah, it's just not th- nothing. No. Just, yeah, a red yeah. pepper. A little sweet. A little sweet. <laughs> All right. This is when By people way, start. This is when people get start wanna, turning it off. So we've got to wrap. Want to listen to the food <laughs> podcast? It's called Hot Takes. Now, all right, all right. Fist bump. Virtual fist bump. Yep. Not even a punch. Just a fist bump. No, I've gotten yeah. punched enough, and I deserved every mm-hmm. single one. So, all right. We'll be back in your holes soon. Oh yeah. And when I say we, I mean for James Tape like Grelian. I'm JV. Please take care. Go Avs. Go. We'll talk to you next time on the Avs Hockey Podcast. See ya. Check, check. One, two, one, two. Hey, hey, hey. Talk to me again. Hello. How are you? There we go. That's better. Okay. I don't know why I did Much that. better. Uh, all right. Am I recording? Yes. My mic is hot. <laughs> Sorry. Here is hot. Super hot. Oh, so is mine. Hot. Super hot. Hit me. Make it hot. Hit me. How? <laughs> Make it hot. That's going to be good for the recording. <laughs>